0: The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Take the shot she scores. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. The legends are true. <laughs> overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes.
1: Being a leader comes with its fair share of problems. Do I look good in this outfit? How will history remember me? And will someone betray me? Today we're looking at the past, present leaders and their assassins. Did some leaders deserve it? Were they victims of a bigger conspiracy? Or do peaceful leaders get taken out faster than a prom date on birth control? (laughs) (laughs) Join us as we talk assassinations on today's episode of The Brighter Side.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Assassinations. We've been picking a lot of topics recently that, you know, is there a brighter side?
1: Well, I was doing some research and there are some people who should have been assassinated.
2: Oh, absolutely. We'll get more into it. But
1: I mean, obviously, like if you preach peace and kindness, you're going to get the scope on your head first. Yeah. But there are some people who are really bad that should be taken out of power. And then people were like, you know what? Fuck them.
2: Fucking Hitler assassinated himself. Yeah. <laughs> <Fucking>
1: Self-assassination. <laughs> Some people say he didn't, and he's in Argentina.
2: Oh, yeah, but he'd be long dead by now, even if he, even if he did escape.
1: Right. I did meet someone from Argentina who had blonde hair and blue eyes, and I was like, hmm. hmm.
2: Wonder where you came from. Interesting. Mr. Goebbels.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mangla made it to... Argentina or Brazil?
1: Oh, was that the guy that would make like, like lampshades out of Jewish people's skin?
2: <laughs> you're, you're combining him with Ed Gein, but oh, yes,
1: right. <laughs> they should get together and have a big old hot orgy.
2: <laughs> oh my God, that would be such a great conversation. So, what kind of thread is best for sewing people together? <laughs> <laughs> Mangala was the one who who's obsessed with twins.
1: Oh. And he
2: did a lot of testing on twins.
1: Twins. Yeah,
2: and little people. He he loved gluing little people together.
1: Why are humans like this?
2: No, I mean you know you give some guy free reign to do any experiment he wants. You know. Would, he, yeah. Would yeah. he
1: just like super glue assholes together? Like, was this what?
2: I, I, I would pull. I would put nothing past Doctor
1: Meng. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would he's like? Is this where human centipede came from? The idea.
2: I imagine it was. It didn't hurt the birth of the idea.
1: <laughs> right. Do you think he was a good tipper at a restaurant? Be like, thank you, Mr. Mangala, 20%. I mean, we, I thought he was a good guy.
2: There's that one lady that was in, uh, I forget where he was, uh, what, what camp he was in, but there was the one lady who he, he saved her life. You ever hear about that? He like looked and uh, it was like right before the the camp was liberated And he was like, because he was a doctor, you know, he was like, he would see all of them. He just didn't care if they live or died, you know. And then he saw like when he was checking her tonsils, he's like, oh, your tonsils are infected. You're going to die if you don't get them removed. And then, you know, he didn't care to remove them for her. But then the camp was liberated and she got her tonsils removed and she lived.
1: Oh, so he didn't remove them, but he was like, hey, it, you should go get this checked out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "I'm oh, got to die. You know, like it's all <laughs> casually. And so if it wasn't for him jamming something down this woman's throat, she would have never. She Who know.
1: Ed, if you were an assassin, what would you keep in your little bag, in your little assassin bag?
2: Well, I mean, obviously, I think one of the main things to kill somebody with, I, I feel like, is under uh, promoted. You know, it's probably used a lot as a uh, poison.
1: Oh, like a vial of poison.
2: Yeah, poison. Yeah, something that, you know, that other stuff that they just touch and they die, you know, that kind of stuff. I right,
1: just like sneak it and I say yeah. you can sneak it to the airport, cook, especially if it's powder. Yeah,
2: I cook, I cook for people all the time, wow. you know. So I think that'd be a nice way to, I'd be the uh, the cook assassin.
1: That's good. See, I was thinking of a hammer because yeah. I could build things and I can also kill
2: people with that's it. It's more of like a vigilante's tool, I'd say. But they
1: don't, they're not going to expect it. I mean, we're, because I have a whole thing on lady but you gotta killers. You got to get away with it. Yeah, I was building a house. (laughs) His head got in my way over and over again.
2: There's a, I guess, a motorcycle machine guns are always good for an assassination. Oh, is that the
1: thing with the round thing on it?
2: No, you just, uh, you just ride a motorcycle and you ride up on somebody with a machine gun. Or you bring a buddy and he kind of sits on the back and he blasts them with a machine gun. That's how they used to do it in Miami back in the day, those Colombians. They had <laughs> such a good time assassinating people like that. We were talking earlier on the phone about Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman.
1: Oh, right. I was looking into him very cold. He yeah. didn't care.
2: No, he didn't care at all.
1: But he loved his daughter.
2: He loved his daughter. He really did. And it's You know what? You got to love something. <laughs> you know and uh you know but he um he he had this kind of weird uh poison that he would like blow in the people's faces
1: really yeah. like like that haitian voodoo th- um
2: i don't think i think it was more poison than voodoo oh, but okay. um yeah no it was you know he he was a uh, he was a great killer maybe a great killer
1: well good for him you know what everybody's got their things that they're good at and mm-hmm. some people are good at killing and we're going to get into that today
2: yeah and i think uh it's important to uh you know, I think a mob killing and uh, an assassination, I feel like, are two different things. Now, when I say mob, I mean like angry mob, not mafia mob.
1: Right, like the people that killed Jesus Christ. That yes. was an
2: angry mob. That was an angry mob, which was, was Jewish people, right? They, they, and Italians. So it could have oh. been the mob. You know? <laughs> so that's, this is a, a gray area. That's I guess. why. Yeah, because, yeah, the, it, they, you know what? I'm going to say it was the Italians. The this Italians mob, killed Jesus? They say it was Jews. They asked the Jews kill him, or, but like, the Italians are the ones that fucking nailed them to the cross. That's some you gabagool. Trying to blame that shit on the Jews? No, you captured them. You nailed them. You made them drag the cross. Wow. What are we
1: talking about? Wow, here? Eddie, this is hard. I mean, but a lot of Italians they wear their cross with pride. Maybe yeah. that's why they
2: love it. They, I fucking killed Jesus Christ. Pontius Pilate sitting on top of a pulpit, just being like,
0: "Who wants to kill a fucking loudmouth? You sons of bitches!" Oh, you know, ow, ow, ow. You know how they
2: are. You know, <laughs>
0: mom's lasagna.
2: <laughs> I go wherever you these are my sandals yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true you know what i was hearing about the other day is um not mary magdalene but who's the woman that's like the whore that's uh, mary magdalene um, the mary magdalene yeah so yeah. apparently she wasn't a prostitute about town she was actually a revered disciple of jesus and yeah. he loved her he in fact loved her than the other disciples
2: yeah there weren't many other jobs other than prostitute back then, but
1: she wasn't a prostitute. She wasn't. No, she was a beloved disciple, and, was, and they
2: just called her a prostitute because the she Catholic, banged Jesus.
1: Yeah. Well, the Catholic Church, when they took over, they're like, hmm,
2: which? Sh- How can we spice this up? How
1: can we spice this up? <laughs> and also, like, what book shall we keep, and what shall we not keep? Like oh, yeah. the Book of Enoch, that's like taken out of a lot of um, mm-hmm. Bibles. But Mary Magdalene was was supposed to be the next Jesus. He was like giving his powers onto her and saying, like, now you can go preach. Oh man. But the church. Didn't like that because they don't like the ladies. No, the Catholic so they said that,
2: hates when women preach.
1: Yes, they do. So they said, "No, she's a whore," and shut up, she's a whore. But she wasn't.
2: Ah. Look at that. I know Jesus loved her. So even if she, you know, was a whore, you should respect her because she was Jesus'
1: lady. Jesus loved her. Yeah. So what the fuck are we even talking about here? When adult women convert to Catholicism, I want to be like, come in this room with me for a second. And be like, girl, what are you doing? What are you doing? These men don't like you. No, they hate you. They hate you. They want you to make more men, and that's it. Or put a stupid
2: hat on and shut up forever. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you know there's um, an insane uh, nun shortage? We might see a time in our life when there's only like less than 100 nuns in America. Like the polar bears. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're losing all their icebergs. (laughs)
1: i mean who would have thought you treat women like shit and you're just so shocked so like oh we just told them they're like horrible cons their whole life and they're yeah. just here to breed why aren't they coming to join us
2: I mean, 1500 years is a good run i guess i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't know there was that one
2: woman who um she disguised herself as a man and, and became pope Right. And they didn't know until they found her and uh, uh, they uh derobed her dead body and there was no penis. There was in fact a vagina.
1: Interesting. Is
2: she in the Pope
1: list or do they scrub Not that off? Not by
2: her lady name. And the only reason I know about this is because I was at the uh I was in <laughs> I was in Rome. Ooh. And um I was I was visiting the um Did you uh,
1: reenact Jesus's death?
2: it uh that wasn't that wasn't uh he didn't die in Rome Greece no he died in the middle east uh not in, Jerusalem I think no he was born in Bethlehem yeah so he died in Jerusalem shit yeah 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 so i was there and I was at the. Um, it was a place the Capuchin monks. They had a um, what is it called when you got all the bones together and uh, archaeology? No, it's just like a bunch of bones. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, a bone hall. What's it called? Like a bone graveyard. The altuary, ossuary. ossuary. But what's it called in uh, the catacombs? Oh. Yeah, they had like their own little, like, but I think you're right and I'm wrong. I was looking for the wrong word and you're correct. Thank you, Madeline. It's describing
1: the catacombs like a, a union worker. You know, when they got all these bones, and yeah. they fucking
2: throw them. <laughs> well, they had a bunch of bones. And so I wanted to go check out the bones. It's a yeah. bunch of old monk bones that they moved and they made fun little, you know, stuffed out of it, crypt right. keeper type stuff. And I wanted to check it out, but they have like a whole museum dedicated to monks before. And I heard a lady giving a tour in English. So I kind of just tagged along, you know, as you do. Cause I ain't paying for the tour. And, uh, <laughs> She started telling the story of the Lady Pope. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to bring that back to America with me.
1: Wow. Do you think she was a lesbian?
2: The The Pope? The Lady Pope. I imagine she didn't fuck at all. Yeah. Asexual, perhaps. Yeah. Most as a Pope should be.
1: I guess we've always had asexuals. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, I the, got some the, jokes.
2: The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: Okay. I only have a couple, and um, they're not good. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was assassinated with a homemade gun. You know what the saying is, home is where the hate is.
2: <laughs> that is so crazy, because when I heard of an assassination in Japan, I'm like, there's no guns in Japan. And so I was I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, but it was a homemade gun.
1: Homemade gun. And they went, the raid, they raided his house. He had more guns in his house.
2: Of course. You're not going to go out with the first homemade gun no. if you want to be a good assassin.
1: How do you, because there's no gun range in Japan. What? How do you make sure it worked? I
2: imagine. It's just fields. Right. You know, maybe he shot it off in the house.
1: Right, but I feel like everybody knows your business in Japan. Like, it's everybody's oh, yeah. on top of each other. Lots of cameras. Oh, yeah, and, like, kids. Mm-hmm. It is safe for kids to travel because, like, you molest one, they'll find you.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do we know about Abe? Was he cool? Was he not cool? He was
1: pretty right-wing from what okay. I saw. And the guy that killed him was former military.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, all right. All right, I got a joke. I love the word assassination because what other word has two asses in it? I love it. Get their ass, and then if you miss that ass, get the other ass.
1: You can't spell assassins without ass, and if we had more ass, there'd be less assassinations. That's all I have. I love it.
2: We're we're on a similar uh, thought process. I mean, state. it's got ass in it. Yeah, I mean, how do you not ass ass? I don't know. So it's it's uh, that great song. What's it called? Ass 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 ass
1: ass ass.
2: The brighter side to getting assassinated is that you won't die alone. Oh, isn't that, that nice? You've
1: always got someone killing There's you. Someone
2: right there. Uh, James Earl Ray, Lee Harvey Oswald, John. Wilkes Booth, Mark David Chapman. All I gotta say is be wary of anyone that tells you their middle name. <laughs> That's a keeper, Ed. If you don't actually kill the person, they leave your middle name out of it, like John Hankley. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fun. Yeah, yeah, you. Know, we have a good time.
1: Maybe we have a good time. Oh, I have someone that should have been assassinated.
2: Well, oh, uh, what do you think that is?
1: Okay, so this is the brighter side of assassination. Some people should be taken out, okay. all right? And so this guy's his name was Caligula. Mm -hmm. His name translates to little boots because his mom would dress him up like a little soldier when he was a tiny boy. He was born in 12 AD and Tiberius was their malevolent ruler above them at the time. Tiberius would host these wild sex parties and he would kill the children in the sex parties and he also
2: rock and roll rock
1: and roll. roll like I mean it's just like the worst possible thing you can imagine like I killing mean, children I like a
2: complete nightmare it makes the old west seem like a nice place to be
1: yes <laughs> what do you mean you would kill children in your sex parties that's fucking crazy
2: yeah no if, if you can't come unless you kill a child you should stop coming you should stop coming. maybe you should be assassinated <laughs> I got a feeling it's gonna be a dark episode yeah <laughs> what, what do you think maybe I
1: feel like we're still pretty giggly but you know what fuck it um, at least it's the brightest side is like times have been worse I think mm-hmm. it's pretty good right now I mean our, for what we know our ruler does not have sex parties that
2: kills children oh I mean Who I, knows? Biden cannot fuck no. the,
0: um, but-
1: hey Jack my
0: penis is asleep
2: <laughs> hey Jesus. Uh, get out of your bike show me how to ride it um-
1: <laughs> so Tiberius he went into Caligula's home with the family and he told everybody you gotta kill yourself so he like Murdered his whole family.
2: Yeah, he he killed his wife and his daughters.
1: Yes, but he saved the sister.
2: Oh, interesting. That'll come up
1: later because Caligula ended up having sex with his sister and having a daughter. Lord knows if he also fucked his daughter too. Probably.
2: Caligula sounds like a part of a vagina.
1: (laughs) Gotta rub the Caligula, baby, and that's how the snake comes out. (laughs) Oh, man. So Tiberius, he took Caligula to raise him after he like killed his whole family. And he said he quoted as saying, I am raising a viper for Rome. So Caligula was raised in this debauchery where kids were being killed at sex parties. And apparently he would stand over Tiberius's bed at night contemplating killing him. He didn't, but maybe he did. Stockholm Syndrome. Anywho, Tiberius was killed, possibly by Caligula. Probably. Late at night. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and guess. Yeah. It's him. If you killed my whole family and raised me in hell. Yeah. Probably going to kill you. And the people, when Caligula was, like, elevated to ruler, the people were ecstatic. Like, imagine having an awful ruler that killed kids, and then now the new guy
2: comes in. So let's backtrack a second. So Caligula, as a kid, it's a kid. his mother and father were killed. Yes. And then also when he was, all right, so we'll get to when he was assassinated. Yes. Okay, I, like, yeah. this is
1: how Caligula was raised. Like, gotcha, the guy gotcha, that gotcha. killed his family raised him. In mm. these like wild sex parties where they killed the kids. Gotcha. That's like your childhood. Yeah. That's crazy. So like when Caligula was first like governing over Rome, he was great. He like fixed the aqueducts. He built a lot of roads. People were really thriving. But then he became really sick. He was poisoned. Mm-hmm. He got really really sick. He was bedridden. People thought he was going to die. And then when he recovered, and then he started of became different. He started acting just like Tiberius. So now he started hosting sex parties with kilt children and would throw the kids off the balcony when he was done with them. Wow. And then and then the parents, he made them come to the funeral and smile. And he was like, you gotta come smile. Come smile at the funeral with like your kid dead after I just fucked them.
2: Wow.
1: And he would go to weddings and he would say, I want the bride. Yes. And then the, he would go It was and very fuck,
2: popular back in the day.
1: Yeah. He'd go fuck the bride and then Dump her like the next day, and she's just you know your virginity is kind of prized, so she's just like, what the fuck,
2: dude? Like that's why you got to get married in secret. That's the uh, William Wallace's wife, really pissed off Mel Gibson.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then let me see, he had sex with his sister. They had a kid. So much sex, gross. These people are disgusting. When his sister died, he met another woman who was older than him and described as kind of ugly. And he would joke that he could have her throat slit at any moment. He would parade her around town naked. Um, he was 24 years old when he ruled. Imagine a 24-year-old just, like, piece don't of even shit. I want
2: to talk to a 24-year-old. Yeah, No you offense mean? if you're under 24. I'm sure you're fine. But, like, you know, for the most part, you know, they're awful.
1: Telling me what to do? No, Fuck
2: you. I was awful at 24.
1: No, he only ruled for four years. And basically the guards got together and, like, we got to take this guy out.
2: Yeah, no, 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 no,
1: And they did. They fucking killed him. Yeah. And... Um,
2: they killed his wife and his daughters. Yeah, they killed him. everything. They just, just ended the line.
1: The line. And then they tried to scrub a lot of the monuments dedicated to him to scrub him from history, but apparently he was so bad people still remembered and wrote about him. I'm
2: sure he became worse over time after they kept it a secret, too.
1: I'm sure, yeah. And then the guy after him was named Nero and he was also bad. So was Nero bad? Yeah. I feel like people like You see. I didn't really look look a whole lot into nero but let me see nero i mean i
2: imagine if you're running rome back then there's no chance that you're great no. you know they, that was a that was a dicey situation good down there for a while and nero uh, i i this movie <laughs> finding nero
1: finding nero
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so i didn't do a lot of research on nero but i did type it in nero good or bad and google says the roman emperor nero is considered one of history's greatest criminals oh <laughs> his name has become synonymous with evil yeah, so I guess he's not good. He was
2: I persecuting Christians. Learn more Christians. About these Rome fuckers.
1: I don't like him. If
2: it didn't, get, you know, this the show, the HBO had a great show, Rome, for a while, but mm-hmm. it only went two seasons. So. Did they
1: show children getting fucked and thrown off of balconies? They
2: didn't get to Caligula.
1: Okay, but uh,
2: it was Julius and Augustus mostly. Okay, it was very good though. I liked it. Lots of fucking. Lots of killing. So you might like it.
1: (laughs) I might. (laughs) Thank goodness I'm not living in Rome. And we've got our own problems today, but I don't want to deal with that. And also, I have the rights as an American if I'm getting married to my beautiful husband, you know, Mm -hmm. whoever he is out there. And if some king comes along and says, no, I want to have sex with Amber first, I would kick him in the nuts.
2: Yeah, no, it'd be, but it'd be like Nancy Pelosi. She'd be like, Amber, I'm going to have sex with your husband. (laughs) <laughs> That's my Nancy Pelosi. Have you
1: seen the a Salad Fingers, that old YouTube bit?
2: Oh, no. Salad no, 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 no.
1: Fingers? I'll pull it up. I, lo-
2: I, I do remember My Hands Are Bananas. That was one of my favorite. <laughs> my, my hands are bananas. My hands was this? are bananas. You'll love Hands Are Bananas. I'll show it to you later, though.
1: Oh, man. If you're listening, this is like early... YouTube. We're talking Early, Home Star Runner.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Early internet. Same thing with Hams, Hands, of Fredanas. Oh
1: yeah. You know Sally Fingers. That. I remember Sally. This reminds fingers. me of like Nancy Pelosi.
2: <laughs> it was that and the alligator that liked to drink out of cups. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> this is back when the internet, it was pretty, you know, it was wholesome. It was salad fingers. It was the woman stomping on grapes and being like, oh, 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 oh. And that was kind of what we did. There was 4chan, yeah. but they didn't really, they were alone over mm. there. I didn't go involved so, in that.
2: So we have four presidents that were assassinated. Uh-huh. Can you name them?
1: Four presidents. I, I Kennedy, wouldn't have been able
2: to name them earlier. So I, 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 there's one that i forgot, forgotten. I remembered early. Um,
1: Kennedy and Lincoln. Yes. And two the, more, I
2: forget. The next one hates Mondays. Garfield? And, yes. and then, Oh, uh, <laughs> right. That bad guy. <laughs> James Garfield.
1: Wasn't he president during a war?
2: He was president for a very short time and he got killed and Chester A. Arthur became president right after him. Mm. I have the same birthday as Chester A. Arthur, so I like him, <laughs> even though apparently he wasn't a great president, but I don't know enough about him to really make that. So, and the other one's McKinley. McKinley was shot in uh, 1901.
1: Why was he shot? Was he good or bad? He was
2: an asshole, I think. Yeah? You know, yeah, I don't think he was cool. But Taft was shot, but he lived. Reagan was shot, and he lived. And I think that's it. Interesting. And then a couple guys in the 60s, we'll get to it in a second, were shot while they were running for president.
1: The 60s was crazy. There yeah. were so many assassinations of famous leaders, political leaders, social activists. We were going to the moon. Yeah what i mean this i can't imagine if i were living in the 60s i feel like the world would be ending i'd be like this it's over
2: so i was talking to someone about this not too long ago they they were mentioning how like we're in the worst time ever and I'm like who said that I forgot who it was a friend of ours and it was just a okay. casual conversation tell me after and I remember uh, just being like well you know the 60s they just straight up if you gave a shit they killed you yeah you know that's just what happened in the 60s government was killing so many people and so I went back and I you know I kind of wanted to highlight these nine assassinations from the 60s you got it and uh, I did a little research the first one that kind of started it all off on June 12th 1963 Megar Ever was assassinated. Who's Medgar Evers? He was an activist for uh, racial equality, very anti-Jim Crow. Uh, he served in World War II and he fought to end segregation in Mississippi.
1: Wow, there were so many people that were anti-segregationists that were just killed.
2: Yes, yeah. That's crazy. No, of course. I mean, that was the whole thing. We hate these people, and you're trying to bring them together? To get rid of them. Yeah. And so Megar, also like, these are the big assassinations. Lots of, like, people who fought—a uh, lot of Freedom Riders and stuff like that were killed, and they're not in the history books. You I, know? Went to, like, yeah,
1: I went to church—this um, is a while ago—and I was kind of sitting and talking with this lady afterwards. We were having a meal, and she said, where are you from? And I said, well, my mom lives in Poplarville, Mississippi. She said, oh, I got arrested there. And I was like, yeah. huh? She's an older black woman. And she was like, yeah, I'm a freedom writer. We did this whole thing where I would just go in and purchase a Coke. And I would leave and that's it. And then they arrested me and I spent the night in jail.
2: Yeah, so she probably knew some of these people, to be honest with you. That's
1: crazy. And uh, So they're still alive. Yeah. These people are alive, kicking,
2: they're going to church. 1963. This is what? This is 49 years ago. So it's less than 50 years ago. Yeah, some of these people are still around. But Megar Evers isn't. He was very big in fighting Jim Crow. He was loved and he was young too. And he got so popular in it that he ended up getting protection from the FBI and some of the local police. He always had cops because the KKK was kept trying to kill him. And uh, one day his police escort was called off in the morning and then he's like, I don't feel right about this. You know, and he went to NAW, um In Yes, meeting. And uh, when he got home, because there was a lot of suspected Klan members in the police department there, Uh, when he got home, uh, he was carrying in a bunch of T-shirts that said Jim Crow must go. And then he was shot in the back. The bullet went through, got blood all over the shirts, and uh, he was strong. He got up, he shot him right through the heart, and he got up and he walked to the door 30 yards to his front door. He collapsed on his steps. His wife found him. Uh, she was also strong. She loaded him into their car, brought him to the local hospital, and then the hospital wouldn't take him because he was black. What? Yes. and So he
1: could have lived. Do you maybe think he,
2: he might have could have lived. Uh, yeah, because he was denied entry to the hospital. But they argued for a while, explained who he was, and then they eventually let him in, but he died less than an hour later.
0: Whoa. Yeah,
2: and so that's Medgar Evers. That was kind of like the first time. They're like, oh, we could just kill people and get away with it kind of thing. Do
1: we know who shot
2: him? It was. Clan guy, It was a clan member.
1: So no one went to jail for it.
2: No, wow. Yeah, no. And um the next one, the biggest one, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, JFK, obviously killed in Dallas by Lee Harvey Oswald? Question mark. Uh, You know, we, you know, there's so many people that wanted to kill Kennedy. He was hated across the nation by the left and the right a lot of times. And, uh, you know, the CIA wanted him dead. The mob wanted him dead. The communists wanted him dead. You You know, does he
1: have one friend,
2: his brother? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's it and Marilyn Monroe who arguably was assassinated as absolutely.
1: absolutely somebody said that they were doing stand up comedy on the road at the time that JFK was assassinated and people were cheering they were like yeah like the common blue collar man or whatever oh
0: yeah
2: I mean that's how it is I mean you know there's always going to be the worst people in the world you know that's going to happen no matter what yeah but he was shot in Dallas you know everyone knows Lee Javier Oswald from the book depository I think it was my favorite of all the, because there's a million, like the CIA, you know, of course, wanted him out because he was anti CIA, head of the CIA at that time, Prescott Bush. A CIA officer stationed in Dallas during that time, George Bush. Uh, also, <laughs> oh, the Bush
1: family might be CIA stuff.
2: <laughs> they were. They were yeah. in the CIA. So maybe it uh, had something to do with There's the so much Kennedy, though. Wow. I, you know, I, I don't, don't know. But my favorite way that they say Kennedy was shot and killed was Lee Harvey Oswald was trying to kill him, got off a couple good shots, hit the road the first time, winged Kennedy the second time. And then there was in the car behind him. There's a couple of photographs. There's one of them has a Secret Service agent holding a rifle, and then in the next photograph, directly afterwards, he's not holding the rifle anymore. Oh shit! And so a theory is that because remember he got you know when he got shot in the head, uh, a lot of people believe that the Secret Service agent accidentally shot him in the back of the head.
1: Oh no, salad fingers because they were. <laughs> All <laughs> oh, butter sally fingers.
2: because uh, all the um the Secret Service agents were out getting hammered the night before and like were visibly drunk. And then they lost his brain. They conveniently they lost, lost brain. the president's how do you lose? The president's brain. That makes me think it was some kind of inside thing. It had to be. You know, I mean, we, lose we, all, a brain. we all know that Kennedy was some kind of inside thing. <laughs> you know, like, it, like, it's just like everyone, like, it's the one we all just accept it. And it's weird because, like, you know how anti conspiracy theory I am. Yeah, you're the logical I, one. Yeah, and, and I fucking, but this is like clearly, like, come on, what are we doing here?
1: Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney+, Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone, in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney+, and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details.
0: The legends are true! Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny! Yes!
1: Hey, Ed, how many people do you think was in the car with JFK?
0: With
2: JFK, there uh-huh. was the driver, JFK, mm-hmm. his wife, the senator, and his wife.
1: Yeah, you're right. Because I always thought it was JFK, Jacqueline, and the driver. But there's two other people in the car. Yes. Yeah, and I was is. like, Mandela thing," <laughs> But it was actually that way the whole time. I'm just a ding dong.
2: It was, it was, it, you know, it was, I, I, I got real into it for a little while. Yeah, Uh, your
1: eyes glowed up. You're just talking about Lee Harvey Oswald over here, Eddie. Yeah,
2: you know, Gary Oldman. Great Lee Harvey Oswald. The movie JFK. Oh, okay. Lots of holes in that movie, but, you know, lots of holes in JFK, too. All right, the next one. June 21st, 1964. James Chaney, Michael Schwerner, and Andrew Goodman are all shot together at the same time. They're... Killed by the police and the KKK. James Cheney was a freedom writer and he later became a member of CORE, which Michael Schwerner and Andrew Goodman were a part of, which in CORE is the, uh, the, the Congress of Racial Equality. They held a rally – you know, to get people, you know, anti-segregation, you know, type of shit. They held a rally uh, and it got busted up by the KKK. And then after it got busted up, these three guys were in a car together and some KKK cops pulled him over and sent him to jail for a traffic violation. That's like literally... Traffic violations, just how it's listed.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and they brought him to jail for the day, beat the shit out of him, released him that night in the middle of the night, released him from jail, put him in their own car, let him drive, and then down the highway, they pulled him over again and they dragged him out of the car, beat the shit out of him, and shot him all in the street, and then buried them uh, where a dam was being formed, and they were not found for 41 days.
1: Oh, my God. And are those cops? Um
2: they all got arrested. But I think uh, the ones that were real, I, I try not to glorify the names too much unless everyone knows Lee Harvey Oswald. And mm-hmm. I, I like purposely didn't write these guys names down because fuck them.
1: Yeah, because some chode to be, be forgotten. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
2: uh, but two of them were um, released. Nine people were in total were convicted and three um, got their uh, sentences uh, commuted.
1: Oh, my – probably because of a racist judge.
2: Yes, of course.
1: Probably because they knew him.
2: All right, next one, big one. February 21st, 1965, Malcolm X. Now, I saw the movie when I was a kid. It was long. I don't really remember it. I, I know Malcolm X and, like, you know, I know of, like, his work with Islam and then how he left Islam and all yeah. this stuff. You know, he's a very interesting dude how he, like, you know, he, he kind of uh, – He like Martin Luther King was peaceful. He was more violent type of situation. Right,
1: 1965. He was
2: shot. Yeah, February 21st, 1965. But I want to talk about what made Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Kind of like how you were talking about Caligula. All right. So, but here's his background, which I had no idea. Like, of course, of course, he became someone who hated white people. (laughs) Um, Because I'm
1: sure he didn't have a good history with white people.
2: Four of his uncles were killed by the Klan before he was born. Wow. His father who they said was killed in a streetcar accident, was being harassed by a local group because they ran from uh, Kansas to Michigan after all of his brothers were killed. Uh, They get to Michigan. There's this another anti-black group called the Black Legion, and they burnt down Malcolm X's house, and then his dad died in a suspicious traffic accident.
1: Wait, why did the Legion burn down his house?
2: To run him out of town.
1: Why, the black people, though, They're right? called
2: Black Legion, but they're a bunch of white people.
1: Oh, I got confused. I, I know. Like,
2: I, why'd they pick that name?
1: They did that on purpose, probably. Yes.
2: Yeah, so yeah, it makes no sense. But yeah, they were called the Black Legion, but they tried to run the family out of town. They burnt down the house and then killed his dad. Which is a conspiracy. I mean, it's probably true. I imagine it's true. I believe it. I believe it's true. And then that all happened by the time he was six. He did great in grade school, wonderful grades. He had great grades in high school. He was a very smart person. Uh, He wanted to study law and become a lawyer, but then dropped out of high school after a couple of his teachers told him he could never become a lawyer because he was an (gasps) N-word.
1: They Uh, said it to his
2: what? Yes. And then later on, he moved to Harlem at 21, where he started, you know, getting into no good things. Just like I did at 21. I'm not comparing myself to Malcolm X. I'm just saying that it's comparing himself to Malcolm X. I'm just saying that it, so, Eddie, no, matter you're if, a leader. no matter if you think you're good or you're bad in your 20s, you do some dumb shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Malcolm X, uh, he was uh, gambling. Uh, there's people say that he prostituted himself. Uh, he was sell- yes, he did it
1: himself and not other people. He
2: did that as well. okay but um, the um, and you' and selling drugs, etc. Uh, he used to do this with his friend John Elroyd Sanford. Uh, him and Sanford both had reddish hair and so they were known as Detroit Red and Chicago red. And then you know who Chicago red ended up being? Who Red Fox.
1: Oh shit! How cool
2: is that? Look at that! Yeah, and then he was drafted to WW two. Wash your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a side note, but I was doing a college gig with yeah. this um with this guy that my agency paired me up with him. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know him, but he did Red Fox's act. Word for word. Oh my God. And like, I'm a little bit older and smart, so I knew what he was doing, and he was black, but like the entire college campus was just like bawling, dying. And I was just like, He's hilarious. He's hilarious. And I was like, But you guys don't know what Red Fox is. Yeah. Because he's like a comic from the 60s. He has no idea. That's crazy. He did word for word.
2: That's so aggravating. And
1: he was under like, we were under very, I don't name the agency, but it was a huge agency. And I was like, why did you guys hire this guy if he's just ripping off? Like, do you guys know who Red Fox is? They probably
2: know the name, but they don't know his act. They don't
1: know the act. They run Hollywood. These people run Hollywood and they're just passing off. Anyway, so that's a little side note. That's
2: so aggravating. Yes. Uh, My friend, Miss Kitty, who I've talked about on the show for a while, she dated Red Fox for a little while. She came in and showed me pictures of Red Fox. Red Fox was, like, 50, and he's, like, got his arm around her, and she's in a bikini and roller skates, and I'm just like, good for you, Red Fox. That's so fun. I uh, thought he was a gentleman. Uh, You know, maybe. <laughs> um, And then, uh, so, Malcolm X was drafted to WW2. He declared himself mentally unfit to not go fight for a war he did not believe in. And he said that uh, you know, he's quoted in, in telling the people that, uh, I want to be sent down south to organize them uh N word soldiers and uh, steal us some guns and kill us some crackers and so they're like you don't have to join the military.
1: (laughs) That's like me when I go on jury duty and they're like, "Are you fit to serve?" I'm like, "I got a concussion," which I do.
2: Yeah, oh, I mean, you know, for sure.
1: Fun fact: If you have a concussion, get out of jury duty with
2: it. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah,
1: because you never know if you're going to slip.
2: That's pretty good. I could say I've, I've had multiple concussions, none of them diagnosed, of course. Football. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the whole nation of Islam thing. I know it's very important to the story, but it's very complicated. We're also and not historians. It, we're not historians, and it's a three-hour episode uh, on its own. So he gets in a big fight with the nation of Islam. He ends up leaving the nation of Islam, and he founded Muslim Mosque Inc. MMI, a religious organization. And uh, the Organization of African-American Unity, a secular group that advanced that advocated for pan-Africanism on March 26, 1964. He briefly met Martin Luther King Jr. for the first and only time. Um, they got some pictures together when they were at a rally just to get them, you know, uh, when the Senate was debating the civil rights bill at the U- U.S. Capitol. Bill. oh,
1: Did they get along, do you think?
2: Uh, I'm sure they were cordial. Yeah. You know, there's no reason. They have the same goal. They just have different uh,
1: ways of getting about it.
2: Yeah. In April, Malcolm X gave a speech titled The Ballot or the Bullet. Which I found very interesting in which he um, advised African-Americans to exercise their right to vote wisely, but cautioned that if the government continued to prevent African-Americans from attaining full equality, it might be necessary for them to take up arms. Yeah. You know, like that's it's yeah. Hey, you know, I don't know what else to say, you know. And then at this point. He's regularly telling people that the nation of Islam wants them dead. And he's just like, I'm scared of these motherfuckers. They're following me. You know, I don't know what's going on. And then on February 21st, 1965, he had a speech at this place called the Audubon Ballroom in Manhattan. Uh, when some dude yelled something n wordy at him, and then the crowd, you know, started to get riled up. He was trying to calm everyone down. And then some dude stormed the stage with a sawed off shotgun. Well, shot him point blank with a sawed off shotgun right in the fucking chest in Whoa. front of everyone. Then two other dudes ran up on stage and shot him a bunch of other times with handguns. uh When it was all said and done, He had been shot 21 times.
1: Damn, they wanted to make sure.
2: Yeah, and once with a shotgun. And it was the Nation of Islam that killed him. They were from a mosque in Newark. Uh, So that's an interesting assassination because this isn't the government. Even though one of the guys who did commit the assassination later on in jail said the other two guys didn't do it. But, you know, who knows what people say.
1: That's got to be a wild show. Yeah. If you're just sitting there watching this man speak and then a dude with a sawed-off shotgun comes up. Yeah. Where do you run? What Mm -hmm. do you do?
2: Now, here's the next big one. Okay. MLK Jr., April 4th, 1968. You know, we know he was shot in Memphis Mm -hmm. uh, and he was killed by James Earl Ray. Which
1: I got more on him later. Let's
2: talk about it. I want to hear it right now because I I actually, because I feel like he's, him and like Kennedy and all that have been covered so much. I actually got, I want to talk about something else with MLK, but let's hear about James Earl Ray real
1: quick. So this story is like really fishy. I mean, I've always yes. heard that like Dr. Martin Luther King, he was killed by the government. haha, But I never really looked into it also, you know, but the more I started looking, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. So James Earl Ray, he was in year seven of serving a 20 year sentence for armed robbery. Yeah. This guy he was not been, a good guy. No, not a good guy. Whether
2: he did it or not, he sucked.
1: Yes. He's been in and out of jail his whole childhood, his old like preteens. He's been yes. in and out of jail. He was supposed to be served having a 20-year sentence, but in year seven of it, he escaped out of a bread truck, and he went on the run. He somehow got a car, got a driver's license. He went to Mexico. He was a porn director in Mexico. Then he headed to California, where he worked with George Wallace on his presidential campaign.
2: Interesting.
1: I am confused about how an escaped convict got to work on a presidential campaign.
2: Well, I got George Wallace, who someone tried to kill him.
1: Yeah. What a Violent time this
2: was. <laughs>
1: Jeez, Louise. Anyway, so he's working on this campaign, and I find it weird because George Wallace was like a hardcore Republican guy in the '60s.
2: He was actually a Democrat, but he was a bigot. He, right. Yes, he was. He was. For, he was pro segregation, and he was pro. Uh Jim Crow, but he was labeled as a Democrat.
1: Right. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Excuse me, but he yeah, he like I looked at his speeches and I was like, This is vile.
2: Yeah, no, it was crazy. This is
1: crazy. And it was like kind of a party of like family matters, but it's so weird that someone who was just a porn director, which if you want to direct porn, do it. But
2: he was the first man of Alabama. His wife was governor before him.
1: Really? Yes.
2: <laughs> That's so
1: funny. Okay, so James, he got facial reconstruction surgery like back in the day. Can you imagine the nineteen sixties? Good god, that
2: must have been so painful.
1: Woo! They probably like just took your whole face off. And yes. then just like slid your cheekbones up.
2: Oh my god. They didn't know what they
1: were doing at that time. Didn't, I
2: tell you what, it didn't look good.
1: It didn't look good. Probably not. He wanted to be a mercenary in Rhodesia which, if you don't know Rhodesia, it is now Zimbabwe, but was ruled by a white minority in 1965 through 79. So he wanted to go to Rhodesia and just kill black people for sport, I guess? Mm -hmm. So after California, he went to Atlanta to stalk Dr. King, then went to Alabama to buy a rifle and a scope, then follows him up to Memphis and allegedly assassinates him. After he kills him, he then fled to Canada Yeah. And then he fled to England, and then he's, like, hanging out with all these mercenary groups, because remember, he wants to be a mercenary in Rhodesia. Yeah. And they're, like, all in these basements, and they're just like, so what do we got? What guns we got to get? And they're just like, hey, wait a minute, you kind of look like that James Earl Ray guy. So then he gets sent back to America, and then— he goes to jail, but then the fa- even Dr. King's family says, I don't think you shot him. He says that some other guy shot him, but you know James O'Reilly also had multiple personality disorder. He was a fucked up guy.
2: Yeah, no, he was crazy. I got a feeling James O'Reilly did shoot him, whether he had help or not is a whole nother thing.
1: He probably got a little from the government to do it. be
2: over at this balcony at this time.
1: Yeah, he's probably like some fucked up guy in the head who had just violent intentions. You know he
2: was with Martin Luther King when he died? Jesse Jackson. Interesting. He was there. Interesting. Yeah. All
1: right. I mean, if this like could happen at this time, imagine what the US government could do now.
2: Probably a lot less. I mean, there's video cameras everywhere. There's you I know, don't know, it's gotta be a lot ar- it doesn't happen in But who controls the video cameras? The cops. Yeah, I get, not all of them. Not like random cameras. Unless it's cameras your phone
1: it's or something. All, yeah. I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me if the U.S. government found somebody with like mental issues with mm. a violent ting to them and was just like, hey, how about you go like shoot up this school or something or do this thing so then people could rile up and be like, I don't know, force the mob to want to vote a certain way. It I, wouldn't shock me.
2: I mean. I, what I, do
1: you think the U.S. government's going to stop? Are they going to stop?
2: I don't think they're talking uh, fucking kids into shooting up schools so there's no guns anymore.
1: I don't know, man. No,
2: I think kids are shooting up schools because there's too many guns.
1: Perhaps. Yeah. It could be both, but it would not shock me if the U.S. government was like, hey, this person's really violent. Let's go get them to do this really fucked up thing. I
2: think the internet has rotted all of our fucking brains out, and now we do these horrible things on a regular basis. Maybe, but— I don't know if—all if, if all right, say, you're, say you are right. Okay. Say you are right, and the government—then it's completely unsuccessful, right? Then their program of getting people to show up and, and, and kill a bunch of kids in a school— to make guns go away isn't happening.
1: It's I mean, a working. lot of people are voting for it. Finally, twenty-three years after Columbine, I know. But here's—I don't think that's necessarily it. But I wouldn't shock me if the U.S. government was just whispering in the ear of somebody fucking crazy to go do something awful, so then the U.S. government can get the mob mentality on their backs to like pass certain laws I, but, in their favor. But no laws are ever passed. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, Roe v. Wade coming out. I mean, that's just an example of, I don't but know who's done something crazy, with... but that's an example of a law being passed that you wouldn't think could be, well, yeah, could I, have happened. I, I, I just think the U.S. government, it's not like they're going to they stop. They pass
2: a law, they overturned. They overturn it. Well, it's not yeah. like they're going
1: to stop after they figured out, oh, look at all these people that like assassinated and did this fucked up shit for our own agenda. Do you think they're going to like sit with their hands, like on their ass on their hands and be like, okay, we're done now? No.
2: Well, I mean, that's what's happened. That's, you know they, they have shut up these places, and nothing has been done except for the tiny little bill that was finally passed after Yulvade or whatever. Yulvade. I do want
1: people to have some common sense with guns. I don't want people with AK-47s, everyone to walk around with them. But yeah. it would not shock me is it, if the U.S. government hired or just tapped on the shoulder of someone completely insane and was like, come do something for us.
2: But if we know that the NRA if is... But it's so, so you think that they're trying to get people to shoot up these places because they want to pass laws to make us more safe?
1: Well, more safe is a different way of putting it. I don't personally believe this. I have seen that conspiracy floating around on the internet. Of course, I don't. Police they personally also believe, believe it.
2: in like you know, like crime scene actors and shit. Like, that. right? And yes, but you I don't know, think Alex Jones just got in a lot of fucking trouble. Yes, for he did. You know, for being a piece of shit.
1: Yeah, and you can't just tell victims that it didn't happen. That's insane. What happened? But the term "more safe" is a weird argument here because. When you take guns away from people, now the government just has so much more power, and then they can come into your house and they just do whatever they want. They have taken any
2: guns from anybody, and none of the legislation passes even said that they should take away guns. They're just making them a little harder to get. I mean, that's fine and, with me. And right now, there's more guns in this country than people. That's true. You know, hey, so I
1: don't. I just want to go on record as saying I don't believe that's true. Okay. I don't believe the U.S. government is getting people to shoot up schools so they can like pass gun laws. Yeah, I have seen that floating around, and it would not shock me if the U.S. government got a crazy person to go do some fucked up shit in their favor.
2: I would be floored. I'd be shocked and, and floored. Really? If that ended up being, I wouldn't. I I, I couldn't fathom that even. Being so you even, trust
1: the U.S. government?
2: I mean, I trust... After all this. I trust... After all this, said. Yes, I trust the fucking Democrat side. I don't trust them. Yeah. No. I, I do. I, I mean, I, to a certain That guy was a, a Democrat. Extent.
1: The guy with the fucking fucked up shit. The, Wallace. Wallace was a Democrat.
2: Yeah, and someone tried to kill his ass.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, I don't want to get too political on this assassination podcast. <laughs> I don't think that the government's like trying to take guns away from people, but I have seen that conspiracy. And it wouldn't shock me if they were like using crazy people.
2: If anything, to get an agenda done. If you want to get conspiracy, here's where I'll go with you. Okay. Uh, They're feigning that they're going to take guns away just to drive up gun sales even more.
1: That's a good conspiracy, Ed. Now we're talking. (laughs) Get on my level.
2: Okay, so a lot of people don't know about this. There was another attempted assassination on Martin Luther King. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, let's do it. On September 20th, 1958, there was an attempted assassination when he was doing a book signing at Bloomstein's department store in Harlem. Oh. A woman named Isola Curry stabbed him in the chest with a letter opener. Whoa. She um she walked up to him and said, hey, are you Martin Luther King Jr.? And he said, yes. And then she stabbed him right in the chest with a letter opener. Holy shit. Was she white? Uh, No, she's a black woman. She spent the rest of her life in, in Jamaica in a mental hospital. She died in 1998. Interesting enough, she was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. So she stabbed him in the letter opener right in the chest, right in the middle of the chest. Oh my God. And it's like right next to his aorta. Yeah. And they catch him, they put him in a chair and a crazy mob starts to form. You know, they're, they're like beating the shit out of this lady. They're fucking, you know, all, all this crazy stuff's going on. And they need to get him out of this Bloomfields department store. There's like someone who works for the store of security sees the knife in his chest Goes to, like, grab it to pull it out. Luckily, there was security guards like, no, 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 don't do no. that. Because if he would have done it, he would have died. Yeah. And then uh, and then they, they told everyone they were getting him out of the front of the store. And then they had the ambulance come to the back and they snuck him out the back. <gasps> and then when they got to the hospital, they said that if he would have sneezed, he would have died. Holy shit. And here is a picture of Martin Luther King with a knife in his chest.
1: <gasps> and he's just chilling.
2: I mean, he's not happy about
1: it. I mean, he's got to chill. He can't yeah, sneeze. He can't do anything.
2: He can't move. He barely moved. They lifted him uh, in the chair in the ambulance. Wow. How crazy is that? That is crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it's, uh, I, I learned about that when I was doing the historical rows.
1: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com Active Cash.
0: The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes!
2: All right, next one. RFK, June 5th, 1968. Um, he's running for president. He was shot and killed by Suran Sir Sir Suran. While he was winning, he had just uh, won two primaries. Uh, he was going to be president, and he actually was killed at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. It was a big party. He was so excited. He just had a great speech. He just won these two states. He's fucking riled up. He's ready to go. And uh, they're like, he wanted to go. He wanted to leave through the kitchen. The Secret Service guy's like, no, the kitchen's unsafe. He goes to the kitchen. Uh, fucking Sirhan Sirhan comes out. He's a waiter. Uh, and he comes out and he shot him three times with a 22. And then he also shot five other people. They lived. Um, but apparently, the famous journalist George Plimpton, uh, decathlete Rafer Johnson, and NFL player Rosie Greer all tackled Sirhan Sirhan to the ground and beat the shit out of him. Um,
1: also, the name Sirhan Sirhan, it just sounds like an evil villain. Why, yes, why, both names the same? How, what? What are we doing? Um, Did I sound crazy back there?
2: I mean, it seemed a little off, but, you know, at the same time. Oh, me,
1: know, earlier?
2: We're talking about, you know, how the government was gonna, you know, get people
1: to... Yeah, I don't <laughs> think... I do want some form of gun control. Let's yes. be honest here. Yeah, I mean, Okay, sure. I do.
2: I also don't think it's fair... To make people go collect everyone's guns, by the way. I think that, you know, as someone who wants extreme gun control, I think that telling cops that they gotta go door to door and collect guns is a death sentence to cops. It's oh, not, yeah. you know, it's not even a possible situation. If you really wanted to try and get rid of guns, the only way I think you can do it is plan to do it a hundred years in the future and just make it so guns can no longer be uh first, you just stop selling assault rifles right. just straight up. And then you make it so guns can't be sold person to person person anymore or willed to anyone anymore, so when they die, the government gets their guns. They melt it down. What about laser beams? Laser, they're not, um, you know, they're not. Pew, any, pew, people pew. don't have them in their house yet. Pew, 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 I guess they have little laser pointers, but they're not that dangerous.
1: <laughs> I just want to reiterate: I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wolfade was a crazy kid that went in there. Absolutely, I don't think that was like a psyop yeah, at all. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. do I put it over the government to not do something crazy? I, no. I know. No, I, don't. I
2: know you do not trust and hate the government, no. so don't worry about. Okay. That. okay. Okay, I just want
1: all our listeners to know that I am not QAnon.
2: Okay. RFK died 26 hours after being shot, actually. That was the only other interesting thing I saw. Oh, and Saren Saren keeps being up for parole and not getting out. Two of RFK's children believe he didn't do it. RFK Jr. being one of them. Really? Yeah, and they help a fight to get him out.
1: My right. daddy didn't do it.
2: Well, no, not Sir Ann Sir Ann's kids, RFK's kids. Oh, shit. Yeah, RFK Jr. thinks Sir Ann Sir Ann didn't do it, which is bizarre to me. Okay. Um, all right, Black Panthers leader Fred Hampton, December 4th, 1969. 21 years old, uh, leader of the, of the Black Panthers, died in Chicago during a raid. You should watch Judas and the Black Messiah if you haven't done it. Oh, yeah, Our buddies, the Lucas Brothers, um, wrote that movie. It's fucking amazing. Go check it out. Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton. It's unbelievable. So you want the real, you know, the, the full story, go watch that movie. Um, but for the, the quick abridged version is there was a raid during the, the trial of the Chicago 7. Um, they shot four people in the house. Fred Hampton was shot in the arm. They shot before they knocked. So he was shot while laying in bed with his nine-month pregnant uh, girlfriend at the time. He was shot in the shoulder, and they pulled her out of the room, and they pulled everyone else out of the room who wasn't dead, and they heard the following exchange from the police. That's Fred Hampton. Is he dead? Bring him out. He's barely alive. He'll make it. Two gunshots. He's good and dead now.
1: Whoa. That's the
2: exact quote uh, that they heard come from the other room from the police.
1: Holy shit.
2: Yeah. So uh, that's no good. And then George Wallace, um, that was in, actually in 72. Uh, it was an attempted assassination. May 15th, 1972. Shot five times. He became paralyzed. He was running for president. Uh, doing well. He had just won uh, the primary in Florida. And then he was shot in Maryland.
1: Wow. And then who got Nixon got it instead?
2: Yes. No. No. It was after Johnson. Yes, so Nixon. It was Nixon.
1: Wow. Can you imagine the world how different it would have been if he wasn't if this guy didn't get paralyzed? It would
2: probably be worse, even though he was the Democrat. Yeah. But he was it was still the primaries. He probably wouldn't even won the primary, to be honest with you. I don't know. All right. Moving on. I know we're running out of time, but I wanted to talk about a recent assassination in Orlando, the pop star Christina Grimmie.
1: Right. You brought this to my attention. I have never heard of her because that was the day before the Pulse shooting.
2: Yes. That was the craziest week in the history of Orlando since Big Eddie was born. (laughs) Um, But it was she was uh, June 10th. Pulse shooting was the 11th, but technically the 12th, because it was like 1 a.m. Yeah. And then on the 14th was when that kid was killed by an alligator in Disney.
1: Holy shit. Oh, but that's where their parents weren't watching the kid, and he just I know, off, right? but that's a
2: crazy-ass week in Orlando. That's a crazy week. That's, that's a fucking bizarre—like, a kid yeah. was killed by an alligator in Disney? I know— The Pulse nightclub's obviously the worst. But um, all right. So here's what we know about the Christine Grimmie assassination. She was known to be sweet, loving young lady. Uh, She was an animal rights activist. Uh, uh, She worked with PETA and the Humane Society. She had a popular Twitch channel. Um, By the way, Brighter Side Live on the LPN Twitch channel on uh, September 13th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Christina Grimmie um, was shot at a meet and greet. After her show, with uh, she had a show with this uh, pop band from Orlando. Orlando's got all these pop bands. So stupid.
1: Oh, really? Is it like the South Korea of music for here?
2: It was, yes. They like the Backstreet Boys and Sync. They all came out of there. Yeah. Um, But like uh, the band was called Before You Exit, uh, which is, you know, weird. There were three brother pop band, the McDonough brothers. Who, no one was out there meeting great. The show ended at 10 p.m. She was killed at 1024 by a dude named Loyble. Uh, Kevin James loyal Three Ooh. names. <laughs> um, <laughs> it
1: was three names. Did he like love her and it was unrequited?
2: Yes. Grimmie's brother was there and fought the dude, but uh, the dude broke free. And then um, he got cornered and shot himself in the head. The dude fucking shot her during a meet and greet, you know, making the impossible possible, making meet and greets worse. Um, <laughs> the worst part is um, when she got shot, uh, he like said something very sweet to her. And then, uh, no one really heard it. And then she opened her arms to give him a hug. And then he shot her twice in the chest and once in the head. Whoa. Um, oh. he was obsessed with her. His family had no idea. He still lived at home. Um, <gasps> but his only friend heard him go on and on about her. Thought it was weird, but didn't really think anything more of it. His coworkers though, um, said that he used to get uh really defensive and unruly when people would ask him about how much he liked Christina Grimmie.
1: Oh my God. It was a secret crush to him. What's, yeah, what's had, his like, name
2: again? Uh, his name was loybel. Um, Kevin James Loibel. Kevin James Loibel. Okay, oh, yeah. and um, he packed up two guns, took a taxi from Tampa to Orlando to commit this crime. He had two Glocks and uh, with some extra clips of ammunition, a big old knife, um, and then he gets to uh, Orlando, sees the show, stays for the meet and greet, and then kills himself after he kills her. Uh, oh,
1: I hate it when they do that.
2: It really, it really because, bothers me.
1: Yeah, because like there's no justice.
2: Yeah, and they just get to go out doing what they whatever they to want.
1: Do. He looks deranged. I'm looking at a picture of him. I know you don't oh, want to yeah. like honor the names of the assassins. No, I mean I said
2: it anyway so it's fine
1: cuz i wanted to look him up but he looks really deranged yeah Ugh. no
2: he was uh, he's like smiling yeah no he he was very deranged he had no friends he lived at home his family uh, was very blindsided uh when they woke up to the news they was, didn't always oh, the mom they're like yeah. but
1: he's my special boy they didn't even know
2: he left tampa what? you know so uh and the security at the venue was very light according to witnesses at the venue Um, there were no metal detectors nobody was patted down and people were only stopped for bringing in food said one customer which is fun to think that this person's takeaway from the situation was this dude brought in two guns and I couldn't bring in my jersey mics (laughs) but um, she was um, known if you don't know who she is she was an up and rising prop star Selena Gomez was her best friend she did very well in the Voice Adam Levine was her. Uh,
1: wow! Imagine a world where she's coach. like you know the new like pop star princess, and she's still around. She was, about around.
2: To be. She, wow. was yeah, she we probably would all know who she is. She, probably, she was fucking yeah. doing great.
1: Ariana Grande, she could be the new Ariana Grande. She probably would have been. Yeah.
2: Um. And uh, Selena Gomez did her show. She was performing down the street from her that night. I think they were supposed to hang out, and then Selena Gomez did her show in Miami the next night, dedicated a bunch of songs to her, and then checked herself into rehab the next day, and canceled the rest of. Tour, no, and you know, I was saying no one really remembers this because of the other incidents that happened in Orlando this week. Imagine how many cops retired in in Orlando that, that week. week. Just yeah. like I'm done. Just fucking, I am done. And the Pulse nightclub shooting is, you know, that's a whole nother thing. Which was 49 people killed plus Ooh. the gunman.
1: Yeah, that's awful.
2: Yeah, another 58 wounded.
1: Oh, and he had an AK, right? I believe so. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to, because that's that's not a hunting gun. That's like people hurting gun. gun. That's a people killing gun. And you you see all these politicians are like, I'm with my AK shooting deer. And I'm like, you're going to blow the head off the deer. You're not going to get any meat. It's not
2: even for deer. No. It's not a- You're lying to me. Yeah, you know, that's not, yeah. Rifles with, you know, the single shot rifle. That's, yeah. what you, a real, that's what a real hunter would use. A real hunter would use a knife or a bow and arrow. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, you know, what do you got to do? You know. Huh.
1: Do you want to hear about some lady killers?
2: Sure. And then we should go.
1: And then we'll wrap it up. So I'm going to make it really quick. I did write a little bit on them, but we're going to go quick. Charlotte Corday, she killed Jean-Paul Marat. And this is during the, like the french guillotine time oh okay so the marat he wrote this thing called friends of the people
2: and okay. that's like a,
1: that's the thing that our friends did on true tv remember yes, that? friends yes. of the people so i wondered i was wondering if they took it from him because he would write these political manifestos and send them around town it was basically naming names of people he thought were aristocrats like i saw this person use a handkerchief so they should this person's name explicitly they got to go and people would find this person and then kill them
2: Whoa.
1: And so she knocked on his door and was like, I have information that could help you. And he's sitting in this salt bath because he, at one point in his life, had to go hide out in the catacombs in France from, like, political descendants. Yeah. And So is this a bad
2: guy? I don't know much about him.
1: Well, I always thought he was a good guy because I was like, oh, yeah, he's against the bourgeoisie. But then, like, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, oh, you're just, like, stirring shit, dude. Yeah. You know, it like you're naming people specifically to go get killed on just like a whim. Mm-hmm. So she kills him and then she says, I have killed one man to save a thousand. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. She did go into the guillotine. She did, you know, there's, there's, she's a woman of that time. She yeah. kind of changed the perception of women because people thought no way could a woman be an assassin. That's cool. And she did it. Okay. Um, There's another woman, Ideoa Lopez-Riano. She's called the Tigress, mm. not Cool. This person's not cool. Okay. She has killed more than 20 people in the 1980s during the quest for Basque uh, to be independent from Spain. Basque is at the top of Spain. Oh, wow. Ariana uh, used to seduce police officers using her sexual prowess before killing them. Very she cool. She would shoot cops in the mouth. Whoa. She would shoot them in the mouth. Fun, fun time. She was sentenced to 2,000 years in jail. She only served 23 years. She's out and works for the Red Cross in Spain. Oh, so she became a decent person. I, I don't know.
2: I hope to. so. Getting your sentence commuted from 2000 to 2023 23 is pretty good.
1: <laughs> She's must she been... must
2: be very attractive.
1: <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> She's pretty hot. I mean, she would lure these cops and shoot him. Yeah, Bridget Monahan Compt, a German assassin. She hated capitalism she was a part of all these like anti-capitalist communities on July 30th, 1977, she knocked on the door of chief banking executive, Jurgen Ponto. And was like, I have flowers for you. and we want to invite me in for tea. And then she killed him. She just killed this chief. It's like, it's, he was so popular. Like imagine going to like the head of chase bank and then knocking on his door and being like, I have tea for you. And then just shooting him in the head. And she has no regrets, no remorse. That's,
2: that was the invention of security. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's it. A lot cuz I was looking at a lot of these lady killers and it's a lot of sexual prowess.
2: Remember the lady we saw with the dog? No. The Chilean lady who like we saw the short film about her? Oh yeah. Yeah, she used to bring her dog to kill people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That was less sexual prowess and more just like
2: killing people with the dog.
1: Yeah, killing people with the dog. <laughs> What a crazy woman. But yeah, so this was fun. You know, I got a little unhinged in there, but I just don't trust the government just I know being totally nice all the time.
2: No, they're, they're not it. nice all the time. That's for damn sure. I mean, Lord knows that the Republicans just blocked that uh, that insulin bill. So that's nice. Yeah, look at that. That's good. I'd that always you know. Hurts me deeply. Um, all right, so brighter sides, assassinations. Okay. Sometimes they get the good guy. You know, teaches people not to fuck around too much.
1: Right? They got Caligula keep keeps the people fuck out of in here. check. <laughs> yeah, keep them in check. You can't just be throwing kids off the balcony.
2: You know, Secret Service has a job. You know, they got these big dudes who can fight. You get them jobs. You know, that's kind of good. Bouncers are, are employed, I guess. Yeah, jobs you know, for yeah, people. Yeah, it's created some work. You know, I mean, someone's got to. Spray these bullets. You know, I don't know. know.
1: Right, right.
2: Um, You know, I like the movie Assassins. You know, that was fun. You know, the brighter side of that. Stallone versus Antonio Banderas. You know, that was a fun movie. I've never seen that movie. It's not very good and I don't necessarily suggest it. You hate it. I like it, but I know it's not good. It's one of those movies. It's written by the Wachowski sisters and they do it. I hate all their work.
1: Oh, but The Matrix.
2: I can't stand it what I think it's so stupid Eddie it's the dumbest all uh, the, all of the, All four of the movies they get dumber as they actually I didn't watch the last two because the second one was so I hated the first one and then I went and saw the second one and it was so dumb that I was just like I can't either. Eddie I like most movies too. I
1: cannot believe we must have two completely different tastes because I love The Matrix, mm-hmm. I love Corn the band, yeah, and I don't trust the government. Yeah, you know them using a psyop against us. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. think that they wouldn't do that? I, I,
2: I, you know, I find it interesting that you loop those three things together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you
1: ready? <laughs> da, na, na,
0: na.
2: Da, na, na, na.
1: Yeah, you like rhythm and blues. Yeah. <laughs> and sitting back with a beer and a, a dog. Soul music. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, something nice for a sunset. I
1: can't believe you don't like The
2: Matrix. Oh,
1: That's God. one of my top ten films.
2: Really? Yes. I, I find it unwatchable. Oh my
1: God, Eddie. <laughs>
2: Eddie, Nero, you are the one. Yeah.
1: Red pill, blue pill. It took me
2: like over 10 years to like Keanu Reeves again. What? Yeah, after that, after I saw that movie, that was my favorite movie. Then I movie. realized how nice he was, and I was like, I'm blindly hating this dude because of The Matrix. Yes,
1: that's my favorite movies ever. But you know they wanted Brad Pitt for the movie.
2: Oh, well, it's lucky for him. Lucky for
0: him.
1: <laughs> 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 I cannot believe you don't like The Matrix.
2: Yeah, it's Stinky Dukes. Um, oh my do god, but there's some shoot 'em ups and that's fun. Okay, uh, Nero, you are the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah take your pills. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I do like the glitch I think the glitch for deja vu I think that's fun
1: okay that's good I have you seen it. Keanu Reeves in the one movie where it's like a cartoon kind of and it's like waking life it's the one with the, the flower they gotta find the, the little blue flower cause like everyone's oh, like oh
2: yes I don't remember the name of it but it's a Linklater movie
1: yeah, they're, maybe they're on this drug. It was on this drug, and like you got to figure out how it's made. So I, it,
2: I, I, I saw it in the theater, and I haven't seen it since. Sci-fi movie. With, I like, love the, it. They filmed it, and it's like watercolors over the film.
1: Yeah, that's like another sci movie because at the end you discover that it's a whole thing to like get him to go in there and like rock and roll. Rock and roll. But do you like that one or no?
2: I remember liking it. I can't remember the name of it. As far as Richard Linklater movies go, it's pretty low on my list.
1: Let me look this up. It might take a
2: second. All right. Let's see who's. Let's see who could find it faster. Link later. Not waking life. Oh, what is it? A I can't. Scanner, see. Dark- scanner darkly. Scanner darkly. That's it. Thank you, you are producer of the year. I Listen, liked Scanner Darkly. I liked. Boyhood. I, his movies, I take and leave. You know, some of them are, I think are unbelievable, and then other ones I can't even watch.
1: I love it. I want a glass of wine with Keanu Reeves and just like ask I him. Mean,
2: I would love to hang with Keanu Reeves for as long as possible. I just talked about music with him.
1: Yeah, it's like, how are you feeling today? Are you doing good? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Talk about dogs and shit, riding the subway. Yeah. Ride the subway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you don't like The Matrix. That's going to. This gonna-
2: has been the brighter side of assassinations.
1: All right. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Check us out on Instagram, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. Check out Twitter, at Eddie Tunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Brighter Side Live on Twitch. It's the second Tuesday of every month, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The next one is going to be on September 13th. Come check us out. Brighter Side Live, um, you love it. It was actually going to be tomorrow, if you're listening to this on a Friday, August 27th at 11 p.m. over at the Pack Theater. Come check that out. The next Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater will be October 22nd, 11 p.m. Come check us out then. I love doing that show with you, Amber. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's $5 in advance, 7 at the door. Amber, we got Patreons. Fucking plug the shit out of it.
1: <laughs> I'm Amber Smelson on Patreon. It's a way to support me as an artist. I'm also working on a lot of independent works of writing and I appreciate any kind of feedback from that. It's a great way to read it and I also show you how to cook cheaply and well and healthily. Hell
2: yeah. And I got one as well. I put a lot of private playlists on there and it's home of the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour. I just released episode 16. you love it? Uh, mine is patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. And also it's just like a direct line to you know talking to me. I've also been putting a lot of my stand-up opening clips on there because uh, I've been hitting the road, doing some opening spots. Tonight, if you are in Brea, I will be opening for Nimesh Patel at the Brea Improv. Well, uh, tell him I said hi. I will! We should have him. Maybe I should try and get him on the show. Yeah. I'm also opening for uh, Jeff Ross a lot coming up soon. September 10th at the Blue Note in Napa. September 15th and 16th at the Chicago Improv. October 14th and 16th at the Miami Improv. Come see my Florida jokes. And December 1st through the 3rd at the Zanies in Nashville. I'll be at all of those shows. Come check me out there. You like your Brighter Side stickers? I just sent a bunch out. The Brighter Side Care of LPN. You can send us your self-addressed stamped envelope or just reach out to us. DM us your address and we'll send it to you. But if you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope we appreciate it because we save a little money. The Brighter Side Care of LPN P.O. Box 470 North Hollywood, California. 91603. Follow me on Spotify, Ed Larson, uh, Napster, Eddie Tunes. Uh, thank you, April, our editor, for all the work you do. Madeline, for coming in with all the facts today. And Maddie, for all your help on the LPN social media. Please rent or purchase How America Killed My Mother. I hate that it's becoming relevant again because of all the new laws Insulin. passed by yeah. the fuck faces. Um, and so, taking us out today, uh, I never really listened to her music before, but we. We talked about her enough. Well, let's play a little Christina Grimmie. Yeah. Uh this song is called I Won't Give Up and uh you know, whatever. Uh oh, you me- were about
1: to make a joke there, weren't I you? I was about
2: to and I stopped myself and we're just going to end the show.
1: It's okay. Big it. yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. There's so much they hold just like them old stars
1: see that you've come so far
0: to be right where you are how old is your soul i won't give up
1: on us even if the sky I'm needing your space To do some
0: navigating I'll be here patiently waiting To see what you find This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.